Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Evolution is no mystery, folks, and this bunch of talented stars all took various iconic finishes and impressively fine-tuned them under some of the brightest lights. Unfortunately for their owner, Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 more wrestlers who perfected a finisher on its owner. Number 10, Drew McIntyre makes Kurt's ankle hurt. Ankle hurt. So in what definitely felt like something of a passing of the torch moment back in late 2018, Angle instructed Drew McIntyre to trap the wrestling machine in his own trademark submission on the back of Vince McMahon, asking the WWE Hall of Famer to make his opponent in whatever way he could. What Angle likely wasn't counting on in the midst of such a dominant display, however, was for a then-heel Drew to cinch in the move in a way that left folks genuinely wondering why he hadn't adopted the submission long before this brutal display. A towering McIntyre yanked Kurt's ankle up to the heavens on Raw, making the hold look ten times more savage in the process. The Scott then proceeded to wrap his gigantic thighs around Angle's helpless leg, before viciously wrenching on the limb as the former world champion had no choice but to desperately tap. Number 9. Kevin Owens Stuns Stone Cold Admittedly, Kevin Owens was facing some pretty stiff competition for most memorable WrestleMania 38 stunner by the time said two-night extravaganza reached its end. Yet while he may not have been gifted with the crash test dummy that was theory soaring through the heavens, or a decrepit old billionaire crumbling to pieces, there's an argument to be made that KO's stunning of the Texas rattlesnake himself was the most impactful of the show of shows lot. Hot on the heels of a returning Stone Cold sinking a few Broken Skull laggers mid-match, the former Universal Champion whacked out his own wicked variation of the match ender to the sound of genuine shock inside of AT&T Stadium. Could this be? Was the bionic redneck about to do the favors on his way out once again? Not a chance. But credit to Austin and Owens for both selling the sheer suddenness and devastation of the explosive out-of-nowhere stunner, with the brilliant pair entirely convincing the masses for a second there that this fairy tale comeback was on the cusp of becoming a nightmare instead. Number 8. Yokozuna Drops the Leg on Hulk Hogan A few months on from providing the grandest stage of them all with one of its most disappointing conclusions ever, then WWF champion Hulk Hogan once again found himself coming up against the dominant Yokozuna at King of the Ring 1993. Only instead of managing to put away the all-conquering titan via his tried and trusted leg drop and the salty misfire again, in this Mania 9 rematch, the Hulkster was stunned by an emphatic kickout from his challenger. Not content with merely powering out of the usually effective finisher though, on the back of a fiery intervention from a photographer, Yokozuna decided to let loose his own ridiculously destructive version of the colossal leg en route to getting his strap back. Sure enough, the sheer size of the monstrous sensation left Hogan 
Ben's own iteration of his signature crowd popper looking positively inferior in next to no time at all. And the impact was so sickening and devastating that it entirely obliterated Hogan from the WF landscape for nearly a decade. That's one mean dropping of the leg if you ask me. Number 7. Darby Allin Swanson bombs Jeff Hardy into next week Dumping Darby Allin and Jeff Hardy into a singles match was always destined to end in absolute carnage, wasn't it? Putting the always extreme pair in an anything-goes environment, though, was straight-up irresponsible. That being said, it's still hard to argue against the face-painted former TNT champion, producing one of the most jaw-dropping moments in AEW history during said dynamite car crash back in May. Using Jeff Hardy's own signature Swanton 4 from up high against him in the thick of their Owen Hart Foundation plunder brawl, Allen opted to typically take things up several notches by climbing the world's tallest ladder, before crashing down on a wounded Hardy outside of the ring. Oh, and a charismatic enigma taking a breather in front of a collection of steel chairs, no less. The end results were, well, barbaric. And though Hardy would somehow seal the win in the end, there's no questioning that Allen got the last once on laugh with his dizzying and entirely dynamic rendition of the ladder sent on. Number 6, Triple H etches The Undertaker's name onto his own tombstone, kicking off a WrestleMania series that ranks as some of both legends' finest work they ever performed in a squared circle. Triple H and The Undertaker's gritty no-holds-barred war stole the entire 27th show of shows. But in a match stuffed with instantly immortalized developments, such as Taker once again sprouting wings as he soared over the top rope, and a spinebuster for the ages through the announce desk, it was the sight of the King of Kings taking a page out of the Phenom's own playbook that was scorched into the minds of many. Triple H trying to get the dead man to rest in peace wasn't the first time fans had witnessed the star attempting to out-tombstone The Undertaker mind. Triple H, Randy Orton, Psycho Sid all did their best to imitate the Phenom, but the game managed to go one better in arguably nailing a pile driver that eclipsed the Demon of Death Valleys. Signing off his version with a dramatic, it's over, uh, Trips absolutely drilled his longtime pal and rival into the mat for an epic near-fall that produced the sort of eruption only two masters at the peak of their powers could. Number 5. Chris Jericho Hits Rock Bottom Never one to shy away from stealing one of his opponent's preferred weapons of destruction, Chris Jericho was at it again in December 2001. After already doing his best to send the Great One to his own personal rock bottom on top of an announce desk earlier in their Vengeance World Heavyweight Championship encounter, a Mr. McMahon distraction would help pave the way for Jericho's first steps towards making history. Setting the stage with a devious shot to the nads, the eventual AEW Le Champion would deliver Rocky a spoonful of his own rock bottom medicine, but thanks to Dwayne being one of the finest sellers of his time, said why Y2J Bottom came stuffed with a sort of fierce bump and connection that stunned those in attendance into a state of shock at the mere thought of Jericho actually being the man to somehow become the first ever undisputed WWF champion. Number 4. Edge Stomps Out Seth Rollins Kicking off last year's Crown Jewel event with an almighty Hell in a Cell bang, Edge and Seth Rollins carved out the final chapter of their stellar rivalry, with one of the finest iterations of the overused stipulation in modern times, and closing out the bitter program with one hell of an exclamation point, the rated R superstar decided that there was only one way to truly stomp out his devious adversary once and for all. Edge took things to the extreme, and in doing so, he forged a version of the signature that Seth himself would likely be somewhat proud of. Laying out the former WWE champion on top of a steel chair, Edge showed just how far he was willing to go to vanquish this perennial pain in the ass. And it was this act of undiluted malice that arguably planted the seeds for Edge's eventual highly successful and not at all dreadful heel turn of 
few months down the line. At least the steel stomp was perfectly executed though. Number three, the great one has some pedigree. To be honest, Rocky actually had it coming at Vengeance 2001, didn't he? Jumping back a year or so to Judgment Day 2000, it was the great one who actually felt the need to rub some salt in an already wounded foe by unleashing their own prized finisher on them. Atop an announce desk, naturally. With The Rock going at it with Triple H in a grueling 60-minute Iron Man match in the pay-per-view main event, the score sat at 5-3 to the game as the championship action made its way to the outside. And it was here when the people's champion decided that one of the most effective ways of keeping his longtime rival down long enough to score an all-important point was to prove he also possessed some serious pedigree. Once again, fighting out of a scenario that would have seen him rock bottom through the outside table, the defending WWF champion hooked the now head of WWE Creative and blasted him into the announce desk with the sort of natural power and precision that would suggest he'd been hitting the pedigree for decades. Making matters that little worse for old trips, the desk refused to break too. All of which led to a picture-perfect pedigree, one that was easily the finest of the overall battle. Number two, Bianca hits Bailey with a Belair to Belly, proving to be the B-E-S-T when it comes to stealing her opponent's favorite finishing beats too. Bianca Belair taught Bailey something of a lesson a few weeks back, as the two once again went at it on the October 24th edition of Monday Night Raw. Though this time, without the red strap on the line, both top performers decided to reach into their rival's arsenal as a way of pulling a fast one on the other. Yet whereas the Raw model ultimately wound up with egg on her face when attempting to lay a KOD on the champ, the EST of WWE's rapid thinking soon saw her go one better on Bailey and lay her out with her very own Bel Air to Belly reversal. Sure, it may not have earned Bianca the win on the night, but the top-class timing and typical showcase of sudden power Bel Air laced into her rendition of the otherwise lackluster finisher may leave Bailey taking a few notes in the aftermath. Number one, Logan Paul hits one lucky Superman punch. Once again, showing a level of proficiency in between the ropes a performer only three matches in simply has no right to possess, were inevitably stolen by the YouTuber's audacious selfie splash through the announce table, and his decision to execute a buckshot lariat that a certain best in the world probably won't be in a rush to replay. But it was Paul's sensational Superman punch on the Tribal Chief that ranked as arguably his most outrageous beat in the undisputed Universal Championship chaos. Paul only went and actually dropped the head of the table with the one lucky punch he'd been alluding to for weeks later on. And Logan managing to make a move that has become something of a transitional signature for Reigns over the years, feel capable of genuinely knocking off the most dominant star in the industry, tells you all you need to know about how damn effective this piece of business genuinely was on the night. Marvelous work. And that's our list. Know any other wrestlers who perfected a finisher on its owner? Let us know all about them in the comment section right down below and do not forget to like, share and click on that subscribe button while you're at it. Also, if you like this kind of thing, then head on over to whatculture.com and find some more incredible articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I have been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, dropping elbows and sweet chinning music all day long. Thanks for watching this video. Hope to see you very soon. And in the meantime, just be good to yourself. Bye-bye. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is 
absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah. And under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.